And welcome in. It's Mile High Magazine, and I am Murphy Houston. Hope you're having a great weekend. Hope you are staying healthy and staying safe with the family as we continue on to inform you about, well, great organizations and things going on around the Denver area and the state of Colorado. And joining me today is Monique McCoy, who is the Marketing and Community Outreach Director of Brent's Place. Such a great organization. And Monique, how are you? I'm doing great, Murphy. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, good talking to you, too. Monique and I have crossed paths several ways through nonprofits, and now she's at a great place working with some good people at Brent's Place. And, you know, I know it's hard to think that maybe people out there listening right now, Monique, may not know about Brent's Place, but uh, let's tell them about it. Tell them what they don't know. Absolutely. So Brent's Place is a long-term home away from home uh, for families and children with cancer and other life-threatening illnesses while they receive treatment at local hospitals. So we're one of the only long-term housing options here in the region capable of supporting the entire family during a long uh, treatment process. So we believe that together is always better. Um, And our independent living apartments can accommodate up to seven people. So families aren't forced to splinter their family unit um, and really decrease that support system during an already really difficult time. Well, and it's unique that they can stay together. And a question I sometimes do get around about Brent's Place, uh, is it just children, unhealthy children, or can other adults or teenagers be involved with Brent's Place? Yes, absolutely. We, we serve both pediatric and adult patients, uh, mostly cancer, BMT, uh, bone marrow transplant, that is, um, and other immune compromise. We have safe, clean guidelines, unlike any other facility. So we're able to, for those immune-compromised patients, we're able to provide an environment that keeps them safe throughout their treatment. So that is for both pediatric and adult. Good to know that. And let's talk about the history. The history about how Brent's Place started several years ago and the family history behind it is so intriguing and such a great story. And why don't you share that with us, Monique? Absolutely. Absolutely. So in 1987, our founders, Don and Linda Ely, son, Brent, was diagnosed with a rare and aggressive type of pediatric cancer, and he needed a bone marrow transplant. Um, However, there are no facilities locally to provide that treatment, so the family was forced to relocate to Iowa for over six months. Um, Not only were they separated from their community of support during this time, and being the most challenging time of their lives, they also found it difficult to find reliable and safe housing for their immune-compromised son. Sadly, Brent did lose his fight after one one year of bravely fighting his cancer. Um, he passed away at the age of 14. So in 1998, Brent's place location opened his first doors, and the Ely family has and and still is committed to elevating to alleviating. Uh, the displacement and challenges that they faced during Brent's treatment and carrying on his legacy by helping other families through their medical journey. And, and Brent's place, it started off really kind of like a small house with uh, with like yeah. apartments within that house, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So our first location was over in Uptown, close to where the old children's hospital was. Um, and since then, we've opened two state-of-the-art buildings here near the Anschutz Medical Campus. Um, last year, we served 293 families, and we're on track to serve 320 or more this year. So we've really, really grown over the last 23 years. And so has the you know, participation of volunteers and people you've hired over there. And Don and Linda Ely are still deeply involved, are they not? Oh, absolutely. Yes, we, we um, are only able to carry on the legacy because of the heart that they continue to pour into this organization. So 
Um, yes, our, and our volunteers, like you said, are a big part of how we are able to connect and provide resources from meal support to um, programming through, through the, the generosity of our community. Well, and that's where we come to what's happened to so many good people like yourselves over at Brent's Place, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And how has that affected how you run Brent's Place, especially when you deal with cancer, which is a high immune person with a chance to get the COVID-19? It's got to be unbelievable changes. That's exactly right, Murphy. So donning face masks and sanitizing surfaces and fear of germs is really nothing new to our families. The general public is just now experiencing what an immune-compromised patient lives with every day. But COVID has certainly impacted our community and the way that we're able to serve this very vulnerable population. Like you said, this virus would be devastating if it were to outbreak in our facilities. So um, we've effectively created a Brent's Place bubble, and we have no visitors right now, no volunteers, unfortunately, really decreased our staff um, footprint so that we're not contributing to that liability and then increasing safety protocols, screening. Uh, we really have a Brent's Place bubble. It's also changed the way that we provide care for our families, but we're, our resolve has been to keep our facilities safe and free of a COVID outbreak, which we've been able to do, and adapt to meeting the basic needs of our families from food security uh, delivered by staff um, multiple times a week to on-site community pantry, virtual programming to keep their spirits up, offering them financial resources, Um, and thanks to the community support that we receive, we have been able to stay here for our families. Uh, We consider ourselves fortunate in that way because our peers, some have had to close their doors or not take on new families. So cancer doesn't care that there's a pandemic. So our services are still needed, and we're really fortunate that we're able to continue providing those. So, Monique, we're talking with Monique McCoy, Marketing and Community Outreach Director of Brent's Place. Talk a little bit how you're handling the comings and goings of the families, because a lot of them with their child or their adult family members in a hospital, probably, and they're there at Brent's Place and they're at the hospital, they're back to Brent's Place. Yeah. How are you handling that? Yeah, it's been challenging. You know, we had to we had to be one step ahead of the game because we are uh, serving a, a very vulnerable population to this COVID virus. Um, so we had to, from the very beginning of this, when the first cases arrived in Colorado, we really had to to increase our guard. Um, and that has, frankly, been a hardship for our families. They're already going through a difficult time, and now we have all these additional restrictions. But it's been the best way for us to keep them safe. Just recently, we were able to um, allow some respite for our families and let them travel back to their permanent homes Um with some safety precautions and some guidelines to help them be safe in that travel. But that's been a huge respite for our families to be able to get out a little bit. Um, and we can't return to normal as quickly as the general population can, but we're looking for creative ways to, to help provide that respite and um, help our families get through this difficult time. That must be an ongoing battle, though, to because things seem to change all the time with this COVID-19. Every day you get more information. Now it does this, now it does that, and then you have to adapt to that change, don't you? Absolutely, and we're fortunate to have uh, great hospital partners. Our medical advisory team is made up of uh, medical professionals over at Children's Hospital Colorado and National Jewish 
Um, and they've really helped us guide, help to guide us through COVID-19 and our response and make sure that we're thinking one step ahead of the game to make sure we, we keep everyone safe, but also that we acknowledge that we're here to, to be part of the circle of care and make sure that they get through their medical journey. And your facilities are sold out every night, aren't they? We have, we, we've continued to have um, high, high occupancy. Uh, like I said, cancer and other uh, illnesses don't care that there's a pandemic going. They're not waiting for that to end. They continue to happen to families, and we're here to support those families if uh, that unfortunate diagnosis is made during this time. And talk a little bit how the families get involved and find out about Brent's Place. Is that through Children's Hospital? Or the social workers over there help you get uh, hooked up with the families that need your help? Yeah, we have multiple hospital partners, including Children's Hospital and University Hospital and PSL. Um, All of those hospital systems have social workers, and we are a referral-based organization. So they pair us up with families that they think um, really can use our services. Pretty easy. We're lucky to have those facilities available. Are the families that are involved with Brent's Place, are they limited to how many family members they can have there while they're helping their family member go through whatever trauma they are going through, like maybe just a mom, a dad? Can the mom, dad, and other kids stay there? How do you control that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that that's one of the things that makes us really unique is that we have these independent living apartments, um, but we're not limited to just one caregiver and the patient. We can accommodate up to seven people, and we have a family of seven right now living in one of our units. Um, And I think that that's really important. We want to keep the family together and build that resiliency in the family unit um, instead of just having the burden being on one caregiver uh, because it's very taxing. It really does affect the whole family and everyday interaction. So being able to keep your family together will most likely make you more successful in getting through the challenge of a a medical crisis. Well, they say that's true, though. The family stay together because my family, we've been through cancer a couple of different times, and with the family around, it does help rally the the folks that are involved with the cancer, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's a good thing for sure. Let's talk about the help you need. I mean, so many nonprofits are just getting devastated by COVID-19, both with personnel, volunteers, and financially. What can we do to help, and what has it done to you? Well, your volunteer population is probably almost gone, isn't it? Yeah, the volunteer um, the, the, the volunteer population, they're, they're still standing by us and contributing different ways. Um, some people are sponsoring meal nights, and others are uh, doing some virtual programming for us. But I, I'm so glad that you asked how the community can help, because while we can't be together, it's hard to know how you can really assist. Um, so during this time of year, we would normally be coming together for block party. Oh, yeah. Um, one of our, our big special events. And since we can't come together in that fashion safely, that, that event usually draws up to 1,000 guests and 300 former families. Um, since we can't come together like that, we're going to be launching a digital campaign on Monday the 20th and going through the 25th, which would have been block party. And we're calling it United by Brent's Place reunited by Brent's Place, excuse me. And it's going to be a digital campaign that encourages engagement through giving, sharing, and joining our online community. Through through connecting our supporters to our mission through storytelling, we want to reunite our community and spotlight the many faces that make Brent's Place so special. So we'll be telling stories about current and past families, sponsors, donors, volunteers, staff, and really just um, sharing the voices that make up the Brent's Place family. 
So how do uh, our friends listening right now, how do they get involved with that? Is it on a website or is there a separate yeah, stream we for invite that? Your listeners, uh, invite your listeners over to Facebook or Instagram, whatever their social media platform is, um, and join us in that, in that journey of, of showing these stories. There will be opportunities to give. There will be opportunities uh, to share this information. And there will be opportunities to just join our community and, and um, be a part of something something bigger than ourselves. I think right now, for me personally, I find great fulfillment in giving right now, giving my time, giving my energy to causes that mean a lot to me because we are all affected by COVID-19 and it it can make you very um, narrow-minded if you just kind of get into your day-to-day thing. Um, But it's important to, to look up and look out at what other people's or people are going through and see how you can help them. Well, you guys are being very innovative over there. I bet I've emceed that Brent's place block party. Before it was even the block party, we used to have the run over at Inverness. And I miss it. I miss being out there because it's such a great family fun time. Absolutely. And we miss our family, too. That's why we wanted to do this reunited campaign, because we are missing our volunteers and all of those supporters that we have as much as they are missing us. So we're hoping that this is a virtual way for us to connect again and to share our our love for the Brent's Place mission. How about the golf tournament? Usually you have that in August. Are you still doing that one? Yes, fortunately, we are able to still hold that because, you know, golf is one of those kind of more individual sports that you can still enjoy right now. So our golf tournament is on August 31st. We still have some foursomes available. Um, So you can find that information on brintsplace.org, our website. That's fantastic. And if people still want to get involved, can you take in volunteers? Because there are people that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I can be out. What can I do for you? Yeah, unfortunately, we can't have volunteers on site. It just poses too much of a threat to our, our overall community and that Brent's Place bubble that I was talking about. Um, but we can um, work with volunteers to sort of redirect that support in different ways. We have virtual programming where, you know, if you want to do an arts and craft or something like that, we can host a virtual session on Zoom um, and you can also contribute either financially or with a catered meal. Um, one of the one of the main things that we focused on during this time, so that families aren't leaving the building and having to go out and find their own food sources, is multiple times a week we do catered meals for. Great, so great. That's so, a great way to help. Oh, it is. Give us the website again, Monique, before I say goodbye. Yeah, So that's brentsplace.org, and please follow us on Facegram. Face, Facegram, that's a new one. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram uh, at Brent's Place as well. And this is a special week coming up, too, with uh, the replacement for Brent's Place Block Party. You're doing this uh, virtual fundraiser. Yes. So okay. please follow along for on our Reunited campaign. It's going to be both um, on our website and on social media. Monique McCoy, Brent's Place, the Marketing and Community Outreach Director. Thanks for sharing time with us. Say hi to everybody over there for me, will you, Monique? I absolutely will. Thank you, Murphy. And you guys hang on now. We'll be right back after a little pause. We'll bring in uh, Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health with an update on COVID-19 and the state of Colorado on Mile High Magazine.